Section 9 of The Philosophy of the Plan of Salvation by James Barr Walker. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 10. Concerning the Medium of Conveying to Men Perfect Instruction in Doctrine and Duty. The knowledge which the old dispensation was designed to generate had been transmitted into the minds of the Jews, and the Jews had been prepared to transmit the abstract import of those spiritual ideas into other languages. The Mosaic institution, having accomplished its design, was about to vanish away, and give place to the new dispensation, which would end the series of God's revealed instructions by giving men a perfect system of religion, accompanied by those aids and influences which would be adapted to develop and perfect man's moral powers, and render him, in his present condition, as perfect as his nature and his circumstances would allow. At this point of our progress the inquiry presents itself, what can we learn, from the present constitution of things, concerning the medium or instrumentality that God would adopt in giving mankind a perfect system of religion? When the ideas that conveyed the knowledge of God were understood by the people, human language would then become the proper medium of communication. The very fact that the ideas were generated and thrown into language evinces that language was designed, eventually, to be the medium through which they should be transmitted to the world. When the ideas were prepared, as has been stated, then all that would be necessary, in order to the further and more perfect communication of knowledge, would be that men should have a teacher to use this language, to expand, illustrate, and apply these ideas, and by these give definitions and illustrate and spiritualize other ideas when necessary. Further, men's senses are constituted with an adaption to the external world, and his intellectual constitution is adapted to intercourse with his fellow man. The delicate bony structure of the ear, which conveys sounds from the tympanum to the sensorium, is nicely adjusted by the maker to appreciate and convey the tones and modulations of the human voice. Human gesture, likewise, and the expression of the countenance and the eye, are auxiliary to human language in conveying instruction. The nature of man, therefore, is adapted, both physically and intellectually, to receive knowledge by communications from one of his own species. If God designed that an angel should instruct the human family, one of two things would have to be done. Either the human constitution would have to be elevated and adapted to intercourse with a being of a higher order in the scale of creation, or that the being would have to let down his nature to human capacity, and thus adapt himself to intercourse with human natures. And it would even be requisite that the teacher should not assume the highest condition of humanity, in order that his instructions should approach the greatest general good, nor should his communications be made in the most cultivated and elevated style of language. If he would instruct the common mind, in the best manner, he must use common language and common illustrations. And if God, blessed be his name, were himself to instruct human nature, as it is, the same means would be necessary. Another step. Man is so constituted that he learns by example better than precept. The theory without practice, 
or precept without example does not constitute a perfect system of instruction the theory of surveying however perfect it may be taught in college never makes a practical surveyor an artist may give a most perfect theory of his art to his apprentices or those whom he wishes to instruct in a knowledge of his business but if he would have them become practical artists themselves he must with tools in hand practice his own instructions before the eyes of the learner in the language of the trades he must show how it's done such then is the nature of man that in order to a perfect system of instruction there must be both precept and practice now there can be but one perfect model of human nature and man could not be removed to some other planet nor out of his present circumstances to be instructed if the almighty therefore designed ever to give a perfect and final system of instruction to mankind it could be done only by placing in this world a perfect human nature a being who would not only give perfect precepts but who would practice those precepts before the eyes of men if such a being were placed among men who amid all the perplexities difficulties and trials which affect men in their present condition would exhibit perfect action of body heart and mind in all his relations of life and in all his duties to god and man that would be a model character practising the precepts of the divine law in man's present circumstances the example of an angel or of any being of a different order from man would be of no benefit to the human family man must see his duties as man exemplified in his own nature human nature could be perfected only by following a perfect model of human nature but with the rule of duty in his hand and a model character before him man would have a system of instruction perfectly adapted to his nature and adapted to perfect his nature if god therefore designed to give man a final and perfect system of instruction he would adopt the method thus adapted to the constitution which he has given his creatures now jesus christ is that model character he assumed human nature came to the earth man's residence expounded and illustrated the law in human language gave it its spiritual import and applied it to the different circumstances and conditions of human life he removed the false glosses which the ignorance and the prejudices of men had attached to it he modified or rescinded those permissions or clauses which were accommodated to the darkness of former times and the imperfections of the jewish system and then by applications the most striking and definite he showed the bearing of the rule of duty upon all varieties of human action and further the law being thus defined and applied in order that the world might have a model character he conformed himself to all its requirements and in order that that model might be a guide in all the varied circumstances to which some of the family of man might be placed jesus placed himself in all those circumstances and acted in them is man surrounded by a sinful and suffering world so was jesus does he desire to know how to act in such circumstances jesus ministered occasionally to the temporal wants of men and labored continually to promote their spiritual good is man popular so was jesus and he used his influence to purify his father's house 
Is man forsaken by his last friend? So was Jesus, and he upbraided and murmured not, but sought consolation in communion with the Father. Does man visit and dine with the learned and the religious formalists of the age? So did Jesus, and in his conversation he maintained the claims of spiritual religion, and reproved man's hypocrisy and formality. Does man sit down in the cottage of the poor? So did Jesus, and he encouraged and comforted the inmates with spiritual instruction. Is man present when a group of friends are assembled on an occasion which warrants innocent enjoyment? So was Jesus, and he approved their social pleasures. Is man called to sympathize with those in affliction? So was Jesus, and Jesus wept. Thus by land and by sea, in all places and under all circumstances, wherever any of earth's children are called to act, Jesus, the model man, is seen living and moving before them, and his voice calls upon the ear with the mingled cadence of authority and encouragement, Follow me. The demonstration, then, is manifest that through the medium of Jesus Christ man has received a perfect system of instruction, and a final and perfect revelation of duty to God and man could be given in no other way. End of section 9